Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that, among other things, required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips, tricks, and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. This is your family, man. Welcome home, no judgment zone. This week's episode, episode 508, Content not content content let's get into it let's go let's go welcome ladies and gentlemen gentlemen and ladies welcome to a new episode a new year happy 2023 i hope that your year is going the way that you planned it or the way that you want and if it's not guess what that's still a good thing because it's probably going to cause you to get a little uncomfortable and as we previously discussed when you're uh, putting uncomfortable situation that's the best way sometimes to change some habit loops and have some um, different patterns formed. So shout out to y'all, man. Real quick, make sure that y'all go like, subscribe, share, follow me on my social medias, Medicine Ball LS3. Uh, the website, Medicine Ball, www.medicineballls3.com. The Wisdom app, I'm getting a ton of questions, so I appreciate y'all reaching out to me on there. But um, it's Medicine Ball LS3, the Wisdom app, similar to Clubhouse, only in the fact that it's a firm to where you could discuss things, but it's a lot more organized and a lot more user-friendly it's not going to be any arguments or anything very informative multiple topics on there check me out there engagement man uh the medicine ball group man the medicine ball page medicine ball ls3 on facebook instagram and all that good stuff reach out to me ask questions uh i i realize and this is going to go right into this episode as i strive to be a entrepreneur <laughs> uh amongst other things uh i realize that sometimes you know, if you're a content creator or someone who's providing information, you could get trapped into a space to where you're focusing on things that you like or things that you think are interesting. And the audience or your target audience may not even rock with that or not even care about that. So 
definitely use those pages and those groups to reach out to me. I'm going to give y'all another one because as I try to get into more relaxation, I've gotten slowly, slowly back into gaming. So on Xbox, my gamer tag is L-S-T-H-R and then two threes. That's right. L-S-3. L-S-T-H-R and then two threes. Um, I'm always uh, surprised at where like I see people who listen to the podcast pop up, whether it be the app that I use to practice you know, learning different languages, Facebook, um, it's like almost anywhere. And that uh, motivates me to go forward. Um, what we have coming up next here. So what I'm going to shift into, man, and I'm juggling y'all, right? I'm going to, I'm shooting for three to four interviews. Um, I'm gonna hold off on who everybody is, but if you're following my pages, some of them are my frat brothers who are, uh, heavily involved in the community doing righteous, good work. Side note, Shouts out to King Quill, which is my frat brother. If y'all follow on my social medias, you got to tap in. That's how you know about this. And SUT, which is Simply United Together. That's a group that he works with along with many other people. We did and we were very successful in the toy driving, the giving back to the community, whether it was gathering uh, gloves and caps and toiletries and just anything. And people are so grateful for it. Uh, Shouts out to them. But it will be people of that nature who I'm going to do some interviews with. They're also doing their uh, things as well. Uh, so, for instance, even King Quill, he's an actor, right? Go check out that Why Am I Single. It's probably going to be popping up at the Fox. But I got a couple of other people, and, you know, that could be tedious organizing that simultaneously with the YouTube. Let me let y'all know exactly what's going on because this is going to build up, especially for those of y'all who've been following me since day one. Y'all probably like, man, I was with him since he started. I'm recording everything. I am uploading shorts. I am trying to put myself in front of the camera as much as possible. And being somebody from the producer, it's kind of like a 360. So, you know, I talked about on previous episodes how I was privy to pretty much with music and just my connections, be promoting parties and rubbing shoulders in Atlanta when I wasn't even old enough to drink legally yet, right? I was with the who's who. And a lot of that involved, you know, being in front of the camera, being flashy and all of that. And I really digressed from that. And I worked hard to realize some things that I didn't like about myself, whether it be the cockiness, the arrogance or the flashiness or whatever. And now it's 2023 and it's like, you better, I got to keep up with the Joneses. So all of that to say, I have a ton of those things that I'm doing, but I'm just at a point where as a business, you evolve, like you got to make jumps and I just cannot juggle everything by myself. And I realize that. So this is also a, a, a invitation. I'm looking for video editors, right? And I'm, I'm, I've been talking to people around me, but I just need some, I, I'm, I'm willing to pay. I don't want no hookups or nothing. I need people to do quality, quick work because I have to get out here with the things that are approaching and the things that I'm trying to do. And with me being the voice, the producer, the mental health coach and all of that, I trust God. I know he got a plan, but the monies that I have, I need to really kind of put that into getting people to help me assist with all of this stuff. Why am I telling you about this? When I'm talking about the newsletter and I'm always talking about YouTube and I remember a minute ago it was about the website and so forth and so on, which in retrospect and hindsight were just me going up a mountain all of those adversities. But um, I had a conversation with my mother today. And I turned 38 last year. And warning, warning, if you uh, don't exercise your brain and you in the peanut gallery when it comes to being able to think, it, I'm, I'm about to give you a tough pill to swallow. Um, 
And this is going to lead right into this episode, which is content, not content, but content. I asked myself a couple of things, and I don't think a lot of people realize this. Number one, if you're, re- well, I don't want to say number one, but just like first things first, if you're a religious person, what if right now where you are in your life, and this is going to lead to this episode, you're at where God wants you to be, and that's it. Just think about that. And if y'all hear the crunching in the background, go follow him. That guy, Mamba, he got a ton of fans. He's enjoying the bone. He's content right now. But um, what if right now, seriously, you, from a religious aspect, you're doing the right thing. You're working hard, staying humble, you know, swallowing your pride. Right now is the maximum that, that God had for you. And I just want you to ask yourself this because everybody can't be, you feel me? Everybody has to play a role. There's pawns on the chessboard, however you want to look at it. What if you, like, even when I look at myself, what if, yeah, I want to reach millions of people. What if God's goal for me was to reach five folks or just the people at my job and that's it? And that person may go on, to, because we don't know how God operates, may go on to touch somebody and just that interaction sets off something God got planned down the road. Tough pill to swallow, right? Now, let me ask you from the other end with me, talking to my mother, 38. If I were to become a millionaire about 45, would that be bad? Because I know I'm very hard on myself and my situations and moments matter and being aware of the now matters. But you should learn from your past, not living it. You should learn from life, not bars, if that makes sense, right? Uh, what if you doing all of this fighting and, you know, you may be like, yo, I'm 25. I want to be a, because I think everybody want to be a millionaire. When I know I was growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor by my mom, all this. All, I'm 38 and I might not be in that position. But what if at 45 it was? What if at 42? And I think about this uh, picture that shows two guys tunneling through. And y'all about to show my age. This is the kind of pictures that were dope to me. So for anybody who's teachers out there, these are the type of pictures on the wall that stuck out to me. Two guys in a tunnel, and we can see the tunnel from a side view. And one guy at the top is walking away from what he was digging at with his head down. But we can see from the side and see he was like two swings away from a diamond. The guy at the bottom is enjoying the diamond. It's kind of like that. We don't know, and that's why we got to push forward every single day. So I was having this whole conversation with my mother, and this was prior to, you know, even me going into contentment, already had the episode written up. And I was just talking to her about some of her, you know, stock options and things of that nature. And I could even talk to her and hear her talk about, you know, even some investments she made where she chose to handle them herself rather than, which goes all into this episode, paying somebody to do it. And I was just cracking a joke. I was like, man, yeah, your investments suck. And I was just, it's my mom, I love her, but we were joking about it. And I was like, Man, if you paid the folks to do it, I guarantee they would have got more ROI than you did. You feel me? So, episode 508, content. Not content, content. So, let's start there. Y'all know I like a play on words. So, this episode worked out because I am a content creator, no matter how I want to look at it. Right? Putting information out there for people to indulge in. Right? So... This is what we call a heteronym. And that's a word that's spelled one way, looks the same way, but can be pronounced two different ways. So there's a couple of different, you know, um, variations of this, but this just happened to be one. So it could be content or content. 
Now, keeping up with that, the difference is, the main difference, I'm just giving you caveman tactics. I'm marketing that, by the way. But the difference between content and content is one is consumed and the other one is cultivated. Content is consumed, but content or contentment is something that you can cultivate. All right. So let's build from there Uh, to be content. And this is just like a dry definition. It's a, a state of satisfaction. Being fulfilled. Feeling being satisfied. Now, I have to pause right here because content is uh close, and I don't even want to say it's close, but let's not confuse it with complacency. And again, this is something that I spoke on a previous episode that stuck out to me, and it's like that be God to be like, yo, I'm just gonna look that up, and it's just something to this day I'm aware of. And complacency, and this is again just kind of like a dry definition of meeting, you know what I mean? Breaking it down for those. But complacency is when you are satisfied, when you can do better and have opportunities to do better. Right. So I don't want to criticize anybody, but say God is giving you a talent or a gift to speak to people or coach people. You know, I just saw a movie today about that. And you don't really do that. You might be okay with being, I don't know, assistant coach or the team trainer or something like that. And, and again, we got to approach all of these ideas from the medicine ball mindset of constantly like t- thinking and not being mentally lazy because all of this stuff is a slippery slope, especially with us as humans, right? So complacency, again, we don't want to co- confuse that with contentment because complacency is when there are opportunities for you and you have the ability to do better than what you're currently doing and you're okay with being where you're at. And again, all this is slippery slope because then you can start getting into greed and so forth and so on, which we're going to go right into that. So I want to tell us, pause and speak on uh, a guy I've talked about often in the medicine ball history early on in multiple episodes just to use as like a a way for you to compare. And his name is Dave Mustang. Now, for those of y'all who are music heads or just, you know, know anything, uh, you'll realize that Dave Mustang is the uh, head guy and really the founder of the rock and roll group, Megadeth. Megadeth, millions of records. I believe they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. However, Dave Mustaine only formed a Megadeth and was driven with Megadeth because he was kicked out of Metallica. And I learned recently when I was looking back into him that his basis Right. So for those of you who don't know music, the, doom, 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 the, the basis, I used to want to be a basis, said that even then, even then, because Metallica sold hundreds of millions of records. But even then, he let his hatred and disdain for being kicked out of Metallica group while he was the lead front runner of Megadeth cause him to destroy Megadeth as well. That's the latest I heard. So just just now 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 from us just standing outside, we're talking about somebody who made millions of dollars, famous in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but was never happy. Was never happy. And that leads to the opposite of being content. And I need y'all to follow me here. This is important because this is required in order to cultivate contentment. And that's discontent. That's discontent. So let's just like focus on Dave Mustang. 
And I, I know that it may sound arbitrary, but you got to understand there's a guy selling tens of millions of record and he's just depressed and horrible because he got kicked out of a band that sold hundreds of millions of records. I don't even think he cared about the notoriety or the money because he was so filled with discontent. And I promise y'all that grinding that you hear, that that's Mamba enjoying a little snacky snack treaty treat. So I'm gonna leave him alone. But let's talk about a couple of things that discontentment can cause. And I want to pause for the cause to let y'all know that a lot of my ideologies and strategies, and I'm not going to say a lot of them, most of them not going to work unless you have some type of religious belief and religious foundation. So when I make a statement like, yo, discontentment is required in order to cultivate contentment, I'm, I'm coming from a religious standpoint. I'm going to get into that more, but I know everybody is, in, is on various levels of the religion. So I try to kind of like dumb that down a little bit, right? So, um, discontentment, what can it cause? So, we just talked about Dave Mustaine, who destroyed Megadeth and just was never happy because he was discontent. And that's one of the first things that will happen. You will never be satisfied. You will never be happy. You'll never be satisfied. And that goes back to the thing I was talking about, a thin line between complacency, contentment, and greed. Because if contentment is... Being well, we're gonna get like I said, is a state of satisfaction, right? Being fulfilled. Um, and we're gonna get into more about that and happiness in a little bit. But discontentment, you know what I mean? It, it, you'll never satisfy, which is gonna leave you looking for more, which is gonna cultivate greed, right? Instead of contentment, you will always feel empty, and that one is big for me because. And even now, I don't have it figured out, but a lot of the times when I, you know, help coach people or even deal with what I have going on and what drives me is uh, a purpose, a, a feeling of like what you're here to do. Like when they ask that question, like, what am I put on earth to do? It, you're going to feel empty. You're going to always feel empty. You're going to miss out on the current moment. And, you know, I got that coming out. I, that's definitely coming out as something I'm going to manage. But they're going to be mindfulness meditations because a lot of people I talk to in my niche or, you know, in my culture or on my side don't aren't really familiar with mindfulness. And it's almost like a joke. But that starts to build up, you know, you being able to live in the moment and not let the moment control you and things of that nature. But you'll, you'll, you will always miss the current moment. You will overlook your your, your blessings. I use myself as an example, man. Like I'm telling you, when this when 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 this thing started, bro. Like I I I had big dreams, but like I was being realistic, and just the things that have happened so far with the business, the development, the identification, what I'm involved with, how people even view me is like already more than it's a blessing. It has led to so much more knowledge on tech, knowledge on marketing, money dealing with. It has led to so much more just with this. If you're discontent, you'll miss your current blessings. So I just want to kind of give you, you know, contentment. That's being fulfilled, satisfaction, discontentment. You're empty. You'll miss the moment. So all of this about contentment, what, what am I getting at? Cultivating contentment. And 
I think I need to pause for a second to focus on that word cultivate. It's a, it's a reason that I'm using the word cultivate versus increasing or improving contentment or becoming content. And I, I'm being specific to use that because cultivate means to develop, to develop, to add to. And if you start getting down into the nitty gritty of the uh, definition, it's going to say something about to fertilize, to add nutrients to something you take care of, you build up, you develop. So when you come to cultivating contentment, that's what we're looking to do. So why do we care about being contentment? Why do we care about complacency? Why does it matter? And for those who are, you know, exercising your mind, man, if you, I, I might just have to get the medicine ball gym shirts made. But for those who are in the peanut gallery, this may be your first episode. You're probably like, okay, what does this have to do with anything? Get to the point. Get to the point. I'm trying to cultivate it. I'm trying to build you on the idea so that it makes sense. So with that being said, um, again, I gave you the disclaimer on my strategies and my ideologies and how they work when it comes to, you know, the religious aspect. But let me give you some benefits of cultivating contentment or being content. Number one, and I, I've been saying it and been fumbling it because I, I've seen it. It was something I, I saw in Bible study, one of the books that Tony Evans wrote. But uh, when you're uh, content, you'll operate from or you'll make requests from strength versus need. And I just want to get into that for a second and explain to you what I mean by that. And explain about like your decisions being based off of a strength versus a need. Man, when you need something, you're going to compromise. Like caveman tactics. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. When you need something, you're going to compromise for it. But if you're content, then you can make a, 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 de a decision from strength, meaning you don't have to compromise. You won't have any regret later because you're making a solid, a solid strength where you don't feel like you're giving too much because of the moment. Uh, building off of that, what else would that help you to do? That will help you to control your desires, right? You and, and, and let me get a little bit specific on it. Being content will allow you to control kind of what you desire. So, for instance, you may not desire more than you need. I hope that don't go over people's head. Because this is something that's simple, but it could get complex if you're being mentally lazy. Do I want a Lamborghini? Yeah, man. Like, I'm going to tell y'all what I want, man. I'm always, I got this dream of getting this just room in my house with saltwater animals and one of the fish tanks. I want all the fish from Finding Nemo there. I want that joint. I desire it, but I definitely don't need it. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like certain people may feel that they need a certain size house. Certain people may feel like they need to be in a certain living arrangement. Even with that, like it is literally only the American culture where we don't realize that staying together as a family just from a financial standpoint is the smartest thing to do. We in a rush to push each other out. Right. And then shame people about it. Oh, you stay, do, do, do. you stand with your, yeah, you over there struggling though. These Asians and some of these Indians, these folks been done, got a doctorate and going through their practice and staying in their mom's basement. Definitely got more money than you. So, you know, I, I, just, I just wanted to mind, throw that out there. You know what I mean? And that goes back into being content, man. You, you, you start understanding what you're doing things front for and what matters and who opinion matters. Here's uh, the third one. Uh, it will increase gratitude and appreciation. Let me expound upon that. You'll be appreciative, man. Like, man, it, it's just funny. Like, 
And my dad used to say it, and, and it's funny, and it's kind of like a smart Alec thing to say, but just like, yo, when you go turn your shower on, and you turn that joint to hot, when you go jump in that joint, you expect it to be hot, right? That's a blessing. Everybody can't don't don't get to do that. And I'm not making light of nobody's situation. I know it's kind of a jerk thing to say, but it's real, bro. When you go over there and you hit that, if you stay in America, you go over there and you hit that switch on your wall, nine times out of ten is going to come on. And if not, you know why it didn't come on. You're not going to have to guess about that. When you go get that water and drink it out that bottle, bro, you don't have to, you, you feel what I'm saying? Gratitude, your blessings. I use my dad all the time when I'm talking to other people and even my mom, bro. My dad do a lot of shit to annoy me. Excuse my French. I'm going to have to go cut that out. <laughs> he does a lot of things to annoy me, but I'm mature and forward thinking enough to know that like one day he's not going to be here. And I will beg and cry to God and be in pain to be annoyed by him again. And just that thought alone allows me to be more appreciative and gratitude of it. Like I have friends who don't have their parents. And I'm even conscious about even how I'm feel I may be feeling about my parents just to appreciate them a little more and not maybe say that around them because it's like, bro, if you don't have your parents, you don't want to hear nobody say nothing about their parents, period. I bet. I can't relate, but I gotta think like if I ain't have my parents, I wouldn't want to hear nobody talking about something that they have but don't like versus someone who doesn't have but like I said, my dad said, yo, it was a man who complained about having no shoes till he met the man with no feet. All right. So y'all know me. Things of threes. I've gone on long enough. We're going to get into three ways that you can begin to cultivate being content and contentment. Let's go. Now, first, I need to start off with what I was saying previously, because I just want to make it make sense. And what I said is discontent is required in order to begin to cultivate contentment and understanding contentment. And I, I want to explain that. You have to go through discontent in order to realize what is valuable and what matters. Until you go through those type of circumstances or situation, you're not going to realize what's important, i.e. until you maybe lose somebody who's close to you, you might not realize how important family is. So it's kind of like you need those rough situations because they're going to make you more thankful right we just talked about that and gratuitous for your current situation regardless so i need people to understand there's no content or no contentment without first realizing the discontent i mean it's as simple as that it just makes sense if you it's, it's almost like that old it could be worse right no it really could be worse so that's why discontentment is required now number one and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be me, like it, like I said, it's going to be some religious aspects on this, right? So bear with me. Number one, and I know this is going to sound really corny, but I'm going to try to make it sense even for those who are on uh, maybe uh, eating baby food still spiritually. You have to praise God always and be grateful to God always. And let me expound upon that. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. Stop being selfish for a second when I say this. When your life is going good, God is good. When your life is what you seem or you may feel is going bad, God is still good. It's important that we start there 
and then really start to dissect it because it's not going to make sense. Are you breathing? Are you able to walk around without pain? Are you able to put some food in your mouth? I'm in Georgia, right? Two weeks ago, it was like 20 degrees here. They were dropping warming centers. Are you warm tonight? However you think you're like, and I always take this attitude, like when I'm up, as they would quote unquote say, when my money is fire, when everything appears to be good, it's at times like that, that I get scared and I clean to God more because I don't want to be, I don't want my foundation to be on, you know, slippery slope where my circumstances determine how I'm going to feel. I started being like, yo, I'm, I'm happy with you, God. Because that way, when it undoubtedly happens where something doesn't go your way or it's taken away or you have a step back, you're going to be too easy to be tossed into a bad mood and this resentment and this anger. And from a spiritual aspect, God can't choose you then. You don't see, and that's the other piggyback, you don't get the strength that's coming from the trials. Like, that's the other thing about God, man. Like, the trials that you go through is going to make you who you are. I always talk about resiliency. It's either in you or it's on you. And I don't care what you say. The person who went straight to the top as a CEO and never got said no versus that person who had to get it out the mud. When ish hits the fan, the person who had to get it out the mud, who had to go through multiple interviews, fail, go the long way around, didn't get the job at 25, maybe had to wait till they was 38 or 39 or something like that, but still got to the same spot. They're going to survive when the crisis comes because they've been through it already. And if you don't realize that you're still blessed and you have things that that you should be thankful for each and every day, you're not even going to be able to get the lesson out of your stress and you're going to miss your blessing bars. Yo, always praise and be grateful to God. Always. I tell y'all that even my father gets on my nerves, man. It sounds corny. Yo, God, thank you for that. Because I know that our time here is finite. And I know that you're going to be gone way longer than you're here on this earth. Let me enjoy these days. And I don't mean to sound cynical or just black and white and vague, but bro, you better find you something to cling to. All right. So that's number one, man. You got to praise and be grateful because God is always good. And you won't, you'll be able to be used positively, but you'll also gain the resiliency that he's really blessing you with by sending you through something that's tougher. All right. All right, number two, things to cultivate contentment. Consume, but don't digest. Consume, but don't digest. My fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, which I went through no hazing process. I went through no type of pledging process. I went through nothing that would be considered any form of hazing or anything of that nature with my organization. I want to make that clear. They did teach me, and y'all going to have to read between the lines, how to, in situations where things are going on outside of your control, to lock in and still deal with what I need to deal with. In that situation with my fraternity, man, we had a dean of pledge and his voice was the most important. You might have 30 great, lovely big brothers speaking to you at one time, right? Speaking to you at one time. And they're trying to confuse you and throw you off. But you better be able to, and you can't necessarily look everywhere and everything. You better know which voice to hear through all of that. 
Because if your big brother DP says, hey, it's time to go, if you don't hear that, them folks is going to have a field day continuing to sit there and those 30 bros are going to have those conversations with you. You better learn how to consume and not digest. Because if one of those big brothers says, hey, do you know who I am? I mean, you can't just ignore them. But you can't get too detailed into that because in the middle of answering that question, if big brother Madina Pledge says, hey, it's time to go, uh, I'm out. Consume, but don't digest. Learn how to take in the things that are happening with you, but don't be dependent on that. Uh, don't let your actions be dependent on external environmental conditions. Let me say it that way. So, for instance, man, it could be your living situation. It could be your finances. It could be where you are currently with your job. You have to learn not to let that weigh you down so much to where you can't continue to move forward and get the overall goal accomplished. Consume, but don't digest. If somebody's driving erratically, you have to be aware of that person. They may cut you off. You're consuming that because you want to be safe. But digesting it is now you're about to flag them down and shoot them a bird in the South where everybody is just consume, but don't digest. Just learn to practice that. And I'm going to get more into mindfulness because little things such as mindful, mindfulness techniques where you feel an itch on your body and you don't just go scratch it immediately. And I know it sounds weird, but follow me. Just pause. That will learn to control what are almost like mandatory or involuntary you know reactions to things even if you're like yo my nose itches a little bit but i'm not gonna necessarily re and the itch will actually it just little things like that will go further into teaching you how not to be so reactory when somebody cuts you off or cuts you off while you're talking or says something impulsive to you consume but don't digest number three and this piggybacks, these are all piggybacking on them. And I mentioned this earlier. And number three is you have to release the past. You have to release the past. And this is actually a good way for me to bring to an end and, and make a comparison between two things, because I'm going to wrap all of this up. What contentment really is. The past is nothing more than data and information. If you a computer, if you want to look at it from like a computory point of view. I don't even know if that's the point of view, but just like no emotions involved, right? When you fail, there's information there, whether it be something about your personality, your temperament, or a situations arrive, how you always continue to turn left and left and left, or there's always some information there to help you not get the exact same outcome. Right? And we have to release the past and to like stop holding it against ourselves. Um, a lot of times we hurt ourselves trying to hurt other people who hurt us in the past. I'm going to say that again. A lot of times we hurt ourselves trying to hurt other people who hurt us in the past. A lot of us get stuck so much on the past that we beat up on ourselves. We can't forgive ourselves. So that causes behaviors and patterns that aren't advantageous to what we want to do and our willingness to do. And from a religious standpoint, it kind of goes into that whole thing about, you know, Peter talking about sin and the sinful nature of humans and like, yo, we want to do good, but we just can't. It's it. We got, we, we have to, it's almost like that. Right. 
And all of this goes into not being mentally lazy. We have to always be aware of it and release the past. Accept that you mess up. And that's why I like to give ceiling room when it comes to making mistakes and even how we talk as humans. Like I like I always say, I don't like always. I don't like nevers and every single. I don't like stuff like that because it's almost it turns us into a machine. It doesn't give us a, a chance to be human and fail. And if Dave Mustang, who sold tens of millions of records with Megadeth, I'm looking in my uh, I'm in my little studio slash office now looking at a Megadeth record here, like the old school Drake, because he couldn't see past Metallica. We got to, you know, this goes back to what I talked about. We got to know our limits as humans and not have too much confidence in what we're able to do and, and crawl before we can walk. We have to release the past. Now, I want to make this last distinction. Happiness and contentment. Being happy and being content, then things are related, but they are not the same. And I want I want to make this very, very clear because this may unlock this whole episode and for people who just like, well, what's the difference? Happiness is for a moment. And a lot of times our discontentment is looking for these momentary happinesses, if that makes sense. And I mean, when you step back and you look at it and our brain has changed for a oh, happy moment to happy moment, we got to think about what happens in between because it's not going to be happy all the time. Being content, that's a mindset. That's a mindset. And we're here at Medicine Ball, you have to go into every day knowing where you're at, giving yourself credit where credit is due, criticizing yourself healthily in order to get better, whether it be making a SWAT outline, I gave that for you, your strengths, weaknesses, so you can start to improve or whatever. In 2023, we focusing on contentment. We're going to be kinder to ourselves. We're going to be kinder to others around us. We're going to lead with love, man. All right. This has been episode 508, content, not content, content. Yo, y'all follow, like, subscribe, share. A lot of good stuff coming this year, whether it be the beats. Yo, merchandise, Facebook Marketplace, Instagram Marketplace, all that good stuff, because I know y'all about to cut it off. Um, Stay up, do something every day to lessen somebody else's suffering and learn something every day. I love y'all next week. I got y'all, reach out to me. Mama says we out. Yeah, yeah, love y'all.